Welcome to Just Jay-Z. Each week, join your favorite hairdressing duo, Just Jesse and Stu Styles, as they talk salon life, hair hacks, traveling, lifestyle, and more. More. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z, an epic podcast for hairstylists. Or anyone. I feel like we're really getting into lifestyle these days. We are, we are. I hope you guys are liking it. I'm liking it. It's fun. Everyone is welcome. Today's podcast is actually going to be targeted towards hairdressers, though. We thought it would be interesting to do an episode talking about the biggest misconceptions in our industry. Let's talk peaks and pigs. We're going to start this episode off by doing our peaks and pits only because we want to talk about them and we're doing them at the beginning of the episodes now so that you guys can hear the worst and best part of our week. Because I know you're all dying to know. <laughs> the best part of mine, I'll start this off, is that we just bought Lainey tickets and I'm so excited. Hell yeah. Kaylee, tell them the deal we got. We were all, they're all only $55, yeah. but we got the pre-sale codes. So yeah. I don't know if they're going to be any cheaper afterwards, but. They won't. We got a really good deal. I guess and we'll we see. have good seats. Yeah. Jesse said they won't, like she actually knows. They won't. They won't. I will get you as close me. to Paul Klein as I possibly can. How much mm. were pig seats? Did you look? They were general admission. Oh, oh. It's like that pit. Yeah. They yeah. were 35 bucks, but I hate oh. general admission. I don't yeah. know what that means. It's just you standing room. And you have stand. Oh, no, no. Not doing no. that. I need to take breaks. I remember when we <laughs> That's went for to... for peasants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't stand with the common folk. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I remember when we went to Jonas Brothers, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to sit down between awesome. burning up in the year 3000 when they played Love Bug. I was like... Oh, yeah, the slow songs you have to Dude, say. I've never cried more in my life than at the Jonas Brothers concert. I'm so excited. It's going to be We fun. also have tickets to yes. the Jonas Brothers in September. And that brings me to my peak. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell us, too. We are going to see the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, the who even knows how to describe this man. He probably is one of the most talented humans on the face of this earth. Like, even from his vocal cords to his chiseled body god crafted him so perfectly <laughs> spent a little extra time on him and apparently we're the only ones that think so <laughs> don't bring that up i'm trying to have a moment don't talk about it i it sounds like i'm touching myself as i'm saying this, you this pro- sounds- are you you're <laughs> a robot what's going on over there um, weird i Jesse, I should say, secured tickets to Harry Styles and really good tickets. Yeah, November 13th. We're lower bowl. We're like right in front of the stage. I will cry. All I want is one bead of his sweat to drip on my face. Yeah, we're going to make it. all I'm asking for. November 13th. And a backstage pass for a good time. Stu literally texts me because it's the day before class. He's like, well, what What are we actually going to do if he asks me to come home with him and then I can't make it to the class the next day? I wouldn't even have to change my last name. No. Well, it, yeah, you would because your name's not legally styled. Well, shut up. But I would ha- I would just have to take the Z out of my Instagram name. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Styles. How cute. I actually amazing. would. Like, you should marry someone with that last name because that would be so iconic. Okay. If you guys know anyone with the last name Styles, preferably first name Harry, hit me up. Preferably. Yeah, that's a great peak. So we have three awesome concerts coming up and it's going to be the summer of concerts. I'm so excited. Or the fall of concerts. I just can't wait. I just went to Garth Brooks and that was amazing. Just being in a crowd again, like being in a concert environment. It was so cool because it's been a year and a half. Like 
it was amazing. So Ugh. I just love it. What's your pee or pit? You've had a terrible My week. My pit so. would be a lot of things. Okay. Should I get into it? <laughs> I sure. uh, <laughs> might as well. So we it all started before we went to Virginia, and I get woken up the day before, which Jesse gave me the day off because she was out of town, and I was like, "Woohoo, I'm sleeping in." Nope, six a.m. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, and I have like the annoying alarm on my phone where it's like. And I'm like, crap, I forgot to not set my alarm or I just did it out of habit. So I grab my phone and like start pressing on it. It doesn't turn off. And I was like, what the heck? So I finally roll up and get over. And I'm like, wait, my phone's not going off. And I was like, my apartment, my apartment alarm's going off. And apparently someone like caught the building on fire. It wasn't my building, so I wasn't too worried. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God. And I ran to my like balcony and opened the window. And I was like, all everyone was outside with their pajamas, with their kids, with their dogs. Like they had like handfuls of like weird stuff. Like it was people like in their pajamas, like with their purses. And I was like thinking like they have to leave their house. Yeah, because the fire alarm was going off and they were saying everyone evacuate over a speaker. And I was like, I didn't even know I had these speakers. And so I'm getting in your house, the speaker? Yes. Whoa. I didn't even know I had it. Yeah. It's like built into the wall. It's wow. like an intercom. Yeah. And so then I get up and I was like, oh, or I like, after I looked out of the window, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I was like, I don't want to like lose all my stuff. What if I have to, I, I mean, like in my head, I was like, I'm still going to Virginia tomorrow, whether my house burns down or not. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have anything to wear. So I started packing my bag for Virginia. Oh my god! I was like, and then I was like, okay, so if I, if I'm going down, I'm going down with my like all like my expensive like designer items. I was just going to say, did you grab all that first? And so then I started packing that. And then I was, by the time, and then next thing I knew, it had been like 30 minutes. And I was like, dude, you've spent way too much time. Was people like, they were outside crying. And I was you're like, just and crying. I'm just packing up everything I have. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to throw this stuff in my car and I'm about to roll out. And so then I walk, <laughs> I opened the door to my apartment and I was like, I don't even smell smoke. So I just I went back it. inside. Also, you think your apartment's burning down and you think you have 30 minutes to pack. Like, what? <laughs> well, and then I was like, okay, I was like, I don't even smell smoke. And I looked back outside and everybody was just sitting there and outside in the little like, not garden, what is it called? Like a little like quad? quad. Quad, yeah, like there a quad. And I was like, well, I think I'll be fine. So I was like, I'm just going to stay in my apartment with all my stuff yeah. until I know for sure that the building's burning down. But you didn't smell smoke? No. So I just didn't stayed inside. It? Yeah, because I yeah. didn't. What was I going to so do? Go load the, up my car a, and then have to unload it? Or something? I don't know, but it happened the other day again, Wait, too. so how did this end? <laughs> all I know is that the fire alarm was set off, but we don't know by who, what, when, <laughs> where. But but no, <laughs> so but but no buildings were burnt down. So nothing happened. There was no fire. It was an accident. I think so. Wow. Nothing has been confirmed. Did you just go back to bed? Hell no. It was six o'clock and I couldn't go back to bed. Oh, that sucks. And so then, and when I didn't want to like run outside and be like. Just woken up with bed head, like no shoes on. <laughs> he my, was so concerned was, how he looked. Who cares if he dies? I mean, if he has I was going, if I was going to be seen like that, I would have been burnt up. <laughs> oh my god! You just find my bones holding my Louis bag, crispy Clasped to your chest. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's how your bad week started. <laughs> yeah, and then it all went tell down. Tell us how the bad week ended. Okay, too. I'll just keep bitching. Hold on. Well, um, so then the next day is we're going to Virginia. My house didn't burn down. Everything's fine and dandy. I get we get to Virginia. Everything's good. No. We fly to 
you don't get to Virginia. Getting okay. there was the Not worst. everything was good. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. We you went. skipped over the whole part. <laughs> okay, bitch. I'm in Atlanta. I'm not in the mood today, guys. You just said you were in a good mood. I was, and you ruined it. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, pardon me. We got to Atlanta, and then our flight got delayed three times, and it's already like we're arriving late in the afternoon. So, I... Whatever, we suck it up. We finally get to Virginia and we wait and we wait. And that carousel is just going round and round with everyone's <laughs> bags but ours. And I was like, there's no way it's going to come. Like Delta has never lost a bag. And I've never known them to lose a bag besides like your wedding dress bag. That's not that <laughs> that's crazy. Not important. <laughs> that was international. That's not like, eh. we still got it. I got a bag lost international. Once oh, too. that scares me. And so then we have to wait in line for an hour and talk to the lady. And she's like, well, as soon as the flight lands, you only have 20 minutes to come and get your bag or you can't get it until 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. And the class is at 10. And little does she know I recorded it for my vlog. So <laughs> little does she know I got hurt. And then she was like, sorry, guys, it's only my second day this week. And I'm just not feeling it. Atlanta sucks this week. And I was yeah. like, I don't care. Where's my stuff? And then she was like, I can't help you. So basically, we have to look online. And predict when this flight is going to land. And then we have 20 minutes to get from wherever we are at to that airport to get our bags off the carousel. Or they'll take them until 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. But our class starts at 10, so there's no way we could get ready. I didn't even have, like, a toothbrush or a clean pair of underwear. Like, there was no way I was going to bed without my stuff. And so then we finally got it. what about my makeup? I know. Jesse was like, just come back. We can figure everything out. And I was like, outfits. I know. And I was like, what? And Jesse was like, I've got a leather skirt you can wear (laughs) and uh, you can use my makeup. And I was like, I want my stuff. I want my, no, you said specifically my makeup. (laughs) So funny. And I waited seven hours and my bag finally came rolling around that carousel. But listen to this too. After we found out our bags are stolen, we freaking go to, we Uber to a restaurant that's nearby. We arrive at their restaurant that's 10 minutes away. We waited 30 minutes for an Uber, drove 10 minutes, and the restaurant doesn't even exist. It was just a field with a, with an empty building. And I was it was like a warehouse. And the guy was like, yeah, I knew we were going the wrong way. And I said, well, online it says they're open. We looked like, at their menu. Already, why'd you say no? I thought I was getting some chicken wings. I already had it in my head. And so then he was like, I'm just going to take you to my favorite spot. And I was like, okay. And then we decided we weren't going all the way back to the hotel because it was 20 minutes away and Ubers were taking 20 or 30 minutes. And if we only had 20 minutes to get from the hotel to the airport, it would just be too, like cutting it too close. What a time. So the guy drops us off at his favorite restaurant and we <laughs> hang out there for four hours. They're ready to kick us out. We're like, sorry, we're just waiting for like that. I'd rather sit here at a restaurant where there's like TVs and like music. Was and it that not... big like communal place? Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's so, fun. And then I was like, I'd rather deal with that than to have to like go and just sit at a boring airport with like no music, like stuffy air, like wearing your mask. Like you can't yeah. get it like, it's just going to be more miserable there. So I'd rather be miserable at this restaurant. At least I can like listen to some music. And then our food never came at the restaurant. That took like two hours. It was crazy. It took an hour and a half to uh, 
get our order in oh. at the barbecue place. And then I finally was losing my mind. I was like, I, this it, I was like, I'm going back to the hotel and I don't care. Like, well, figure it out what, how we're going to get our bags. But I'm just, I just need to go like lay down in my room. Like I'm, I had, I had had it. And so I look up your location Oh, and I was like, did you not know I had that? No. You well, have no, mine. No, no, no. I knew you had it. I didn't know you looked it up. Yeah. And I looked up Jesse's location to see how far our hotel was. It was a three minute walk. So that all the four hours we waited at the restaurant, we could have stayed in our hotel room the entire time with our feet kicked up, laying down, taking a nap or something. Wow. Freaking loss. But I'd I'm I'm going to turn this around. Um, Nothing good has happened yet, but (laughs) I just don't want to be leaving this negatively. Well then tell them what else happened with your washer and dryer. Yeah, and then my freaking dryer has been broke for like two like weeks. Stew's venting. This episode is actually a series of unfortunate events <laughs> featured Stew Styles. Um, my freaking dryer's been broke the last two weeks, guys. And then I have been trying to get it fixed. And every time they say they're coming to fix it, they never come. And then they finally came after a week. And then they're like, we have to order a part. And they were supposed to come yesterday. And they still haven't even came today. I call and yell at them. Nothing happens. And then on Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my washing machine. I'll just hang my clothes and dry them like the freaking Amish. And (laughs) my freaking washing machine like malfunctions and floods my apartment. I'm just like... This weekend is going to be better, though. This is how I'm turning it around because I'm going to have a good-ass vlog for you guys and a good-ass story for whenever we come back. I'm going to take notes. What I'm only telling on the podcast and what I'm vlogging because we are going Friday to Napa Valley to do wine tasting. I'm so excited. It's going to be Anyways, enough about me. What's your pit? Oh, God. I don't even know if I have one. After I just rant for 45 minutes straight about how... so wrapped up in your drama. (laughs) (laughs) My pit is that... I don't know. Probably my coughing attack and my massage yesterday because it was so embarrassing. (laughs) Wait, that was your pit. You already did it. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't. No, your coughing reminded me and I just said that Uh, story, uh, but that's uh. my pit. So anyway, let's move on to the point of this episode because I'm excited to talk about it. So what do you think was the biggest misconception we got? People asking, this is mine. I hate this more than anything when people say, how long you been cutting hair? Oh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Little do you did. know, I don't even cut hair. <laughs> Little do you know, I did my first haircut today. <laughs> I did my first haircut today that I've done since beauty school. <laughs> I might have done four actual haircuts my whole time at JC. Yeah. We just don't. Besides, do like it. a cut with color, like a dusting, blending, extensions, that's different. Like an actual appointment for a haircut. Yeah. Never. We do so many more things though, that even if you do cut hair, you do more than just that. My ex-father-in-law used to ask me that like every Sunday dinner, he knew what I did and he would be like, so how's cutting hair going? And I'm like, oh my, like, it's like, you know, I don't do that. And my asking. blood boils. <laughs> oh, but no, I think a lot of people get angry about that. That definitely was thrown out a few times, but it was not the biggest one. What do you think it was, Kaylee? Well, I haven't seen the ones that you've gotten. Did you do some? Yes. So I posted it on the podcast Instagram page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if you're not following. I got... Follow it. We always have good days. I just could go on about Wait, that one. that we always have good days? That's the misconception is that like we're, we always have good days. Oh, because it's like a fun, easy job? Yeah. But oh. like... All we do is braid hair and giggle and talk crap. 
That's actually so funny. It's exa- this job, it's physically, emotionally, and mentally exhausted. Yeah. Like when I'm done for the day, I don't want to talk to anybody. You're drained no. mentally and oh. physically. I don't even like want to be touched. Like we yeah. are therapists. Yeah. Like the stories that I hear, I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. Well, and even like if it's not like a deep appointment that someone's like telling you their life story, you still have to make small talk oh, with different yeah. people all day. Like you're just constantly talking. And there's some people that like are, it's like pulling teeth trying to talk to them. Yes. And it's so hard. Those and you always favorite. have to have a smile on I your work face. so fast when they don't talk, but I hate, I love like just chatting with them though. Like just getting to know them, like knowing what they're going through us telling funny stories to each other. There's like no better feeling, but it is so exhausting. Yeah. Cause yeah, even if it's like a client you love or clients you love all day and it's a fun day, it's still exhausting. Yeah. And then you're on your feet all day and you don't and get it's to pee like, or eat. It's so much easier to like, just go back into the break room with like everybody who works here. Like yeah. it's just a different like interaction and yep. you don't have to like be on or you can lay whatever. On the couch. <laughs> I got one, our job is a hobby or two. It's not a legit career. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, look it's, at the shit I have. Don't even get me started. I feel started. like I have a good career. Yeah, yeah you do. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with like you cut hair. Like people just think it's like a fun side gig and you're yeah. like, no. The number it's not one- teaching, like uh, being an elementary school teacher. You don't do it for like a passion. No. You know, like it's yeah. actually like, I mean, it, there is like a passion, I feel like, behind it and stuff, but it's not like a job like that. Yeah. In that sense. There's it a took whole me so long to get thing. here. Like, it's not worth it. Like, and I also think it's a cutthroat business. There's a lot oh. of competition. Oh, heck yeah. Mm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you have to, every day you have to prove yourself. Yeah. Like, it's uh, yeah, so Yeah, you literally do. You, you like, literally you do. You always have to. Because it's not like a behind-the-desk job or, so, when I, because- I have a college degree mm-hmm. and people are always like, oh, you must love like being in hair school. Like it must be so much easier. Oh. And I'm like, no, being in hair school is so much harder than it was for me in college. Like wow. college, oh. I could, I could totally BS it. And like, yeah. you can fit, like I got communicate, I got a communications and marketing degree. Like I could get a job and like figure it out. Mm-hmm. But like this stuff, like you have to know what you're doing or you're not going to have a job. hundred percent. And so I would I was, I would beat myself up during school, during hair school all the time because I was like, I don't get this Mm -hmm. or like, I'm not getting this right or I should be better because you have to be so competitive in this industry. And I'm like, I was so hard on my, I was way harder on myself in hair school than I was during college. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I I struggled. It's true though. If you don't take the time to actually learn and like take everything in a hair school. You're not going to know anything when you get out. Yep. You're never going to pass your state board. You're never going to make it in a salon or unless you're like, clientele, yeah, yeah if, there's no faking it until you make it really with no, hair. No, no, you can fake confidence in front of your clients, but that doesn't mean you're not like freaking doesn't out the back room. Know, like. Yeah. It doesn't mean you know your color theory. <laughs> exactly. No. Yep. That's honestly, that hit like deep that hit home whenever you're like, you have to prove yourself every day because you literally do. Yeah. And like, you're not working on your own all the time. Like most of the time I'm doing hair, like I'm assisting Stu or I'm yeah. assisting you guys. Like mm-hmm. you have to prove yourself like all the time and totally. prove that you're like willing to do what you want to do. Like, yeah. and it's hard. I feel like hair is an industry where, yeah, you have to prove yourself and there's that learning period. Like most salons require you to assist like a year or two mm-hmm. years sometimes. Like mm-hmm. you have to like 
beat everyone else out and like learn and grow in that position and earn it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is, it's pretty cutthroat. And especially with Instagram, everything's so competitive. And if you're not up on the current trends, you fall behind. Like how much pressure do we feel every day of like, we have to do TikTok and a video and this, and our content has to be good. And it's so much more than just doing hair, you know? It really is. Yeah. All right. Well, the number one misconception we got is that we make no money. I can't tell you how many people said that. How many designer bags do you have? (laughs) Well, that's the cool thing about our industry and what proves that this is wrong is that there's so many options. It's not just being behind the chair. You can do that. You can be a teacher. You can go work for a color brand and be an educator for them. You can own a salon. Like there's so many different avenues Mm -hmm. within our industry. And we're a great example of that. We have the podcast and education and the hair extensions and the salon. And there's just so much that goes into it. And it's cool that like, if you're creative and you have that entrepreneurial spirit, you can do so much in this industry. But I think if you Google like the average income of a hairdresser, it's, it's like, like 20, 20 something thousand. Yeah. I think it's 20. It's either 24 or 28. Yeah. yeah. Which like, I'm like, where did they we'll say I make 20. as much money as my husband. Hell he's alone yeah. Hell yeah. So women run the world. Um, <laughs> But that's cool though. I think this month no, I might no, even no, no, bring in I, I might even bring in more than what Yo. he's made. So Hell yeah. Just I meant to depends. say who run the world? The best girls. That's what I meant. Yeah, to say. and the best thing is if I'm like, okay, I want something expensive. Okay, I'm gonna work. I I, I, I can, can choose that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna uh work an extra day and then I can get whatever the hell I want without money. Yeah, thank totally. you. Yeah. I'll do that any day. I just lately I've been like I've been seeing like my paychecks coming in just like my hair paychecks and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like feel so good about it and it's only from doing like four or five clients a week. Mm. And I'm like I can't even imagine like what Stu's looks like. Like when we assist him <laughs> yeah. on Wednesdays I'm like I can't even imagine like, what Ka-ching! that looks like. Yeah. Well, and how cool that like he was able to go, you know, 2 years ago actually like to this weekend. Oh yeah. Started. That should have been your pit or peak, not pit. So he started 2 years ago and he was working like what? 4 or 5 days. I was working, I worked Tuesday through Saturday when I first started doing hair. Yeah. And clients every day, he was making good money, but now he's at the point where he can like cut down. I make way more now than I did then. Yeah. Cause you were probably taking less clients. Mm -hmm. They were more spread out. Now you're established. You can double book, you can have assistance and you can still make good money. So I feel like there's just room to grow in our industry. And like you said, like you're in charge of how much you make. If you want to work an extra day, pick up an extra shift, do another client, you're good. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I can't even count how many of those I got. And I think that everyone in the beauty industry, like if you look at Instagram, like they do really well, like everyone who's like, has a presence on Instagram, I feel yeah. like probably does. I, one of the ones that I got is if you have a higher price, you're just doing it to screw people over, not because of rent, et cetera, costs oh, more. That's sad. And when we raised our prices a few weeks ago, like with just like all the bundles that we started doing, like people don't realize that those bundles are just like including the stuff that like they we already, already have. have to pay pay for. Like we already have to add, tack that on whatever. Yep. But I had people respond and be like, what? It's so expensive. Really? Like whatever. And it made me so mad. Cause yeah. I was like, people go and spend twice the amount that they would spend on getting their hair colored, like on Botox yes. for something that takes, I don't need six e- minutes. Yeah, yep. exactly. Like, and I'm like, I, so I would figure that we booked our appointment would, today. Yeah, yeah. I figured that people would come and spend more money yeah. for things that take hours to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And it, yeah, like you, there's not, 
you can't just like pick up a color brush and know what to do. This is a lot of technique. You've put time and money into your education, you know, training yourself to be where you're at. You should, you know, charge accordingly. And you're right. Like the bundled prices we just came out with, it's everything that you should be charging anyway. It's just not breaking it down for them, you know? And it would be less if you decided not to do a third bowl or they didn't need it or whatever. But it's just funny that like people, my favorite thing to watch is like, if you're in a Facebook, like yard sale group or whatever, and people are like, Hey, I'm looking for someone really good at hair who can do this. And it's like a crazy balayage, but for under a hundred dollars or something. And you're like, what? Like people actually expect to get the best Mm -hmm. for lower money. And but the thing is champagne on a beer budget. Yeah. You can't have champagne taste on a beer budget that you have to get in there and you have to spend like good things are worth the money. Like we have our things that we like to spend our money on. If your hair is something you really want, then spend the money on it. And the thing is too, like when my mom was doing hair, it's not like you're just plucking through a highlighting cap or doing like five foils for $25 anymore. It's, tons of foils. It's like baby likes. What is it that you say? Good hair ain't cheap and cheap hair ain't good. It it ain't. (laughs) So So, I mean, you can complain about prices or anything, but you get like, if you go to uh, Sam's club, I don't even know where I haven't ever been to Sam's club. (laughs) If you go to Sam's club and buy a bag, and then if you go to Louis Vuitton and buy a bag, (laughs) obviously the quality is going to be different. So (laughs) that's that's fine. If you want to have the Sam's club budget, super cuts is right down the street to the left on Pleasant Grove main street. And I'm not saying that to be like an asshole by any means, but I'm just saying I'm like, you you get what you pay for. Well, and you have to decide your priorities. Like if hair is a priority to you, you will budget and make it work. If it's not, then put your money towards traveling or yeah. having a nice house. Like it's all I in know your priorities. I know my prices aren't for everyone. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to win some and you lose some. But I do think that as an industry, I feel like over the last few years, stylists have kind of come together and been like, that we're going to charge what we're worth. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big thing right now. And I feel like it's hopefully helping clients realize that this is a service that they need to pay for. And, you yeah. know, like it's quality that they're getting. But our industry needs to be elevated because how much freaking money do we pay for hair school? Kaylee, talk about this. I you paid $25,000. Mm-hmm. I paid, I got a four-year college degree and I paid ah. only four grand more for that than what I paid for, for hair school for That's 13 insane. months. Sane. Like the amount of hours we have to do, the money we put into it, the we chemicals, the ranting science, the math. this podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Jesus we Christ. are passionate. Also, it's like harder to switch hair schools than it is to transfer colleges. Like 100%. it's crazy. So yeah. we put so much into it and I just feel like it's not always reciprocated. There are clients who respect it, but I think that hairdressing should be known to be an industry that can make good money. I hope that that stigma kind of like stops. Yeah. I really do too. I love seeing posts and it's like, this is what I'm worth and this is my time. Yeah. I'll like you broke down hourly. your pricing the other day. That was a good post. Yeah. Thanks. I, I had that. so many people respond and people be like, going crazy. They're like, I can't afford you, but this is awesome. I was like, like Kaylee, you fine. paid that? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't really well, make Kaylee pay. But like, I would, that's the thing though, is if that you were like, a client. Yeah, well, that's if, normal if I were a client, for like, like what I you would have gotten. Yeah. Well, and you used to say like, when you were, you used to just be Addie's client yeah. before you worked here and you would like pay those prices and then you would ask for hair for Christmas and birthdays. Yeah. Like that's what you do if you want that stuff. Yeah. Like it's just how it you is. You make it work. Yeah. You do, you do. You can either buy a Louis Vuitton bag for that much, or you can have hair on your head that like can give you the confidence that you need. So, well, damn, you're lucky you don't have to make that choice too. (laughs) My Louis bag does that for me. Uh, 
I mean, it would do do it for me too, but yeah. I just mean for some people, it might not do the same. But think about it. You get one bag or you get like, what, a year worth of move ups out of that same price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that I loved. It says, is that the misconception that we love to do hair as a passion. So we will do it for super discounted prices because we know you. Here's oh. the thing. I have oh. experience with this and it's a friend and she always wanted discounts. She always wanted this, that, the other. I don't love doing friends and family anymore oh. just because of that. They expect, I'll, I, I do my family all day long when I go home. Like that's fine. That's different. But not like on a regular basis when I could pay, like when someone they're could come in and pay me full price. Else. Yeah. You're taking up yeah. room for someone else that I can't get in because I'm like, cutting myself short but by giving you a discount because then they expect you to do it like at home or yeah. like on a girl's night. Like, yeah, exactly. You know who I'm talking about. I and do. the thing is, I remember you getting that text. Oh, oh do you? Okay. This is oh, funny well, because so what okay. happened was we were having a girl's night and we have this big group text and like, there's so many different people in there and sometimes random people get oh, invited. Yes. So I never know <laughs> whose number is whose except for like you and Alexa. And so we were like talking and someone texted in the group and they're like, Hey Stu, can you take my hair out tonight? Or they asked something. And I thought, thought it was someone just like asking Stu to like do this on our girls night. And I was like, I literally text back. I'm like, Stu's not allowed to do hair outside of the salon. <laughs> I I'm know. Like, I'll be your fault. Like I'll be, you'd like blame it on me. Yeah. Cause I'm like, that's just not fair to ask him. And but then I, I found out no. you had already talked to this person <laughs> and it was someone else than who I thought it was. And you had said, I'll take your hair out. Cause she was coming the next day to the she salon was, yeah. and she pays full price and she's great. Yeah, she is. But I like was trying to like cover for you. I know that was so it embarrassing. Was embarrassing. She listens to our podcast. She says, shout out to you. You know who you are. Girl, we love you. So sorry about that. I don't think I ever explained that to her, but, um, but and that's hook me up you with before. your boss still. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a sugar daddy. <laughs> but coming to this, the way I broke it down to her is she kept asking for discounts on top of discounts and more discounts. And like I found out she was going around the friend group and she was like, well, What do you pay? What do you pay? Whenever you go here, what do you pay? Like, does Jesse give you a discount on hair? Does Stu give you a discount cheap. on a service? And I'm like, bitch, stop being so cheap. Like, stop. Yeah. If as my friend, if I went to someone, like I go to Peter, he yeah. does my hair, I pay him full price. Well, you become friends with who yeah. does your hair, but that doesn't yeah. mean all of a sudden you get a service. I'm gonna like, hey, in. work this out for me, or like just do me a solid this one time. Like I would never ask anyone to do that. I feel like the trade industry, like where you go get a trade, like photography, hair, yeah. we all get seen as like, oh, this is just something you do and you know how to do yep. it so you can do it whenever I want. Your schedule's flexible. Like, no, it's still a job. Yep. And then this is the way <laughs> that I explained it to her. I said said, if you, let's just say she's a nurse, for example, for example. And (laughs) I said, if I got COVID tomorrow Uh and I got sent to the hospital, I wouldn't ask you to come in and say, okay, I'm going to give, will you come and take care of me? But I'll get 50% less of your pay just because I'm your friend. Yeah. I would never ask you to come in and like take care of me for free. Come check my vital signs. Come give me a (laughs) shot. Give me an enema, but don't charge me. I would never, never ask you. Well, I don't know why you need an enema, but it was just what <laughs> it came COVID. to my mind. But I was like, I wouldn't ask you to do that. So don't ask me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And it's the same thing when like clients like complain about a price increase. It's like, you probably get raises at your job. You know, why don't we deserve to get raises as well? We're putting money into our education, time into our skill. Why shouldn't we get raises just the way you do, you know, like there's just so many things that could be said about this. It really is a sore subject. All right. Let's read some more misconceptions. This is a big one I got is 
everyone thinks that hairdressers are catty and gossipy and drama. True. <laughs> That's not a misconception. It's true. I was going to say that. No, I was say not everyone. Not everyone, but, but I do I, feel like there, as a whole, it's hairdressers 50, can 50. be snobby. There's no in-between. It's either you are a fr- you hate everyone and everyone is your competition yeah. or you're not competition to me because I want to see you win too. There's yeah. no in-between in the industry. No, no gray area. I 100% agree. And we've met both kinds of stylists. Yep. It is. Should we call out all the well-known ones who are bitchy? <laughs> That's our next series. Calling out influencers. That's clickbait right there. <laughs> Hairdressers are dumb or stupid. It's all that bleach going to our heads. Yeah, you're right. We're all stupid. Kaylee's like, I only had a 4.0 in yeah, a college like, degree and a bachelor's degree, but we're freaking retarded. <laughs> I actually am so impressed that you have a college degree and do hair. Like, I don't know any hairdresser that has Oh my gosh, it took me so long to get here. It's true. Isn't it crazy you went through all of that to end up mm-hmm. here? God bless you. And like and getting to hair school was like a journey like in itself too. Like I felt like there were so many roadblocks really? like trying to stop me mm. and it made me so mad. So, so like it's way more fulfilling. I had not one single roadblock. Going to school? No, I literally quit my job before I even was signed up for school. I was like, I have two weeks to find a school, enroll, and get an apartment. And I drove to Florida. And I was like, this is going to be my new home. I'm living here. Welcome to Florida. Goodbye, Alabama. Got the first apartment that I applied for. I don't even think I really applied for it. They were just like, yeah, you can move in with these two people. And then, so I move in and I went to the hair school and they're like, yeah, can you start like in a few weeks? And I had like, like a week and a half, I think before I started school that I was just living in my apartment, doing nothing and hanging out with these people that I met from going down there before. And I was, I, was, I started school or I graduated early and then I moved to Utah. That is true. And then you got your dream job. It just really worked Look out for you. you. Yeah, my life isn't so bad, bringing it back to my <laughs> shitty past week. <laughs> you have everything that you ever needed, so remember that next time you complain. My past has been too good. God's trying to humble me. <laughs> trying to humble me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another one I think is interesting, as it says, if you're new in the industry, you don't know what you're doing. I think, well, actually, I don't uh, think this is true. I think this is false. It depends. Like, definitely, you don't have the experience, but like, I do feel like clients will call in and be like, I want the most experienced hairdresser who's been there the longest. But sometimes the newer girls are the ones who are excited and going to classes and learning new techniques and maybe have the natural ability and can do it. Whereas someone who's been doing hair 25 years, maybe they're not keeping up on the current trends. So Mm -hmm. I think it goes both ways. Because also if you're seasoned and you've been putting time and money into your education, that's different. But I feel like sometimes newer girls are also like, they're keeping up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. For like Kaylee, like our producer KJ, for example, you've been to like every class at the salon. That's true. That we've had, that we've done. That we're teaching. Yeah, (laughs) you learn something. Um, (laughs) Coming to a class, and I feel like you. I don't know. Even I guess because you're like newer, it's like you're more excited and hungry, and Mm -hmm. you're like, let's do this. But Mm -hmm. then there's girls that's been here for the whole time since you, the beginning of time when you open, and they're like, nah, uh, yeah, that would be fun, but I'm not gonna go. You know what? It's funny because my we were having our meeting today, and we were talking about premiere, and we went to premiere what two years ago, yeah, and we were that's where I got hired, yeah. And, you know, you were so excited to be there. All of our stylists, for the most part, went. Everyone was so excited. And then this year, I put it out. I'm like, guys, we're going to go to Premiere. 
we're not getting a booth, but if you want to come, let us know. And one person responded. And was I like, want to go. I, just, like, it's so, I can't afford it. It's expensive. We're, Actually, it's I'm not broke. that expensive. It's like 60 bucks. Yeah, but I'd have to buy a plane ticket. Oh, and that's like, true. And food. Yeah. That's the only downside. Yeah, only one person responded. And it was just funny to me because I'm like, two years ago, everyone was like, oh my gosh. And now everyone's like, kind of like complacent. Not that it's a bad thing, but I do feel like there is a difference. You're right with like people who have been here for a while mm-hmm. and people that are newer, but I do feel like girls new in the industry and boys in the industry that are new are just hungry. And it's like, I want to learn everything I can and experience everything. And then you just kind of get burnt out as time goes on. It's like really intimidating though, starting out, especially like, cause like you don't know everything, yeah. but like sometimes there are people that like when it comes to like cattiness, some people are not very nice and they're not very like easy to approach when you're trying to learn, like, and you're not going to know everything right out of hair school. And so it's hard. It is hard because I feel like it is. And I feel like you have to go to things like classes and premiere, like just stay like inspired and like stay like wanting to like learn and grow. And yeah, you have to like keep up on it or it is really easy. You're going to get burnout burnout so quick. Yeah. We need to do a whole podcast on the stylist burnout because you've talked about on Instagram and we Mm -hmm. talk about it, but I think we need to come up with like our best tips for it and like how to avoid it. Let us know if you guys want to hear that. Yeah. Kaylee, you need to keep staying inspired. Yeah, yeah, Kaylee. So you're we're not gonna, doing well, enough. So we're gonna we're gonna send you to Orlando with us for premiere. Yay! We really are though. We really? I just texted her to see if she wanted to do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're I'm so excited. You're coming to premiere. So we're going we're gonna to buy your ticket for you and your I'm plane so ticket excited. and you're coming, girl. I'm so excited. I think that I've had like a really cool <laughs> experience just because I've been able to do so much like working here. Yeah. So it's just kept me like so much more inspired. Mm-hmm. And like if I'm being honest, like you two were the ones that like I looked up to the That's most so during crazy. hair school. And the fact that like I work for you just like makes me want to work even harder. So. I love that. But I would never forget when you sent me that essay you wrote about me. <laughs> I still have it. I came into work so proud. I was like, so I wrote an essay about me. Look at all. It has my pictures. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. I think it's so cute. It was the sweetest thing ever. I do think that is so cute and like full circle and also like so rewarding for you that it took you so many obstacles to get to school and get through oh, it, it and then intense. it's been worth it you know like and the whole like somebody <laughs> somebody today because I'm doing the takeover on the Instagram page today and somebody asked me like advice about assisting and whatever. And I just gave them my advice. And then I posted the assisting one on 101 episode that you guys did. And you guys did it before I even worked here, but I posted it and I said, this episode alone was the one that like made me change like my career. And like, it's what led me to working here. That's so. insane. Yeah. That's crazy because we remember- recorded that in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we like were so frustrated because we couldn't find a place to record it. And we were, it, that's and people just kept funny. interrupting us. And we were, Jesse was like, come on. And she, we went and got in her car and yeah. recorded the episode. It, yeah. Cause I was funny. assisting somewhere else and I just didn't like it. And then I was listening to the episode and Stu said, don't take the first thing that you can get. Like if 
find something that fits for you. And if you don't like where you work, like don't do it because it's going to burn you out so much quicker. And then Kaylee gives her two weeks that day. I think like, (laughs) no, but seriously, like two days later is when you posted about the personal assisting job. And I was like, I just have to take like a leap of faith. And like, I didn't come in here like thinking that it was going to evolve into something else, but I just thought that I would maybe like just learn from you a little Mm -hmm. bit more and like be able to take it into my own career. Yeah. And I was like, I don't expect anything more to happen than just being a personal assistant. And then it just like snowballed. But I think that's why it did because you didn't come in with expectations. You were just open to anything. And that's huge. Because it's good to be hungry, but it's not good to be like, I'm foaming at the mouth. Like I want to teach. That's the reason I'm here. (laughs) Right. I'll take your dog's potty four times today if you let me go on the next trip. Like, that's not good. That's (laughs) not a good way to come across. And I don't feel like you've ever been pushy with anything. Never. You got to have a happy medium for sure. Another misconception is that we're all eccentric, love crazy, vivid colors, and short hair. (laughs) But you know what? This is true. I feel like there's two types of hairdressers. There's the ones that, like, have a million tattoos and short bright pink hair and they are like the fun hairdressers. Those are my people. Yeah, they probably are. And then there's the other side that are like a little more like girly. Yeah. Girly hairdressers. And they like the extensions and the color you're in between. You're a mix. Yeah. Cause you I'm don't interracial. like doing those th- Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> you are, you're multi-talented. How about that? Yeah, I love that. Multicultured. Multicultured. There you go. Yeah, and apparently we aren't all broke if that and doing this as a hobby if we're gonna bring Kaylee to yeah. premiere with us. Well, you know what's cool is when <laughs> Stu was in hair school, he came to premiere with us and he like worked the booth a little bit and he came and hung out with us and that's the first time I ever got recognized. I'll never forget. Really? Yep. How did you get recognized? I was at the Fremar booth and this girl came up to me and was like, You're Stu Styles from Jay Z Styles vlog. Like you You'd gave her a gift once. bag. Shut up. Twice because I came to Utah. Oh, you're right. You're oh, wait, right. Was that that was yeah that was before yeah, that was premiere. Before, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, and she was like, you went, and then she was like, and then you surprised her in Utah. And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, can I get a picture with you? And her name's Taylor Murphy. And if you're listening, girl, I still follow you and love you. <laughs> she was uh, like, you're the reason I'm famous. <laughs> I will never forget that. No, and then her friend tagged me in the story at premiere too, and it was like. When your best friend gets, it was like the, our picture, mm-hmm. and then she like photoshopped her face over it, and she was like, <gasps> "When your friend gets a picture of Stu Styles and you don't," and oh, then I, I remember was, that. Remember, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so famous!" She's like, "I have to work there now. I got to keep this up." <laughs> well, I remember we went to Disney World like the day before premiere, but I remember Sarah being like, "Let's buy Stu a ticket to Disney World because I want him to come with us, and I know he probably can't afford it." And I was like, "Okay," so we bought you your ticket, and mm-hmm. you got to come with us, and so it's cool that two years later you're able to like. Do the same oh, thing yeah. for Kaylee in like a turnabout so way. I know. Orlando is always where it happens for me. It's always. where I met Jesse and everyone. Yeah. It's where I got my job to be like, just come and work here doing whatever the hell we no one knew. I was just coming. Oh, I just <laughs> where I became a full-time educator. Yeah, and it's where I became class. lead educator. Really? Yeah. Shut up. Every well, time shit. I go to Orlando, I something happens. I don't know, but you better get ready. A <laughs> yeah. raise or something. I better be something. I actually got a raise in Orlando one time, too. You did? Yeah. A raise? Oh, because, oh, because, oh, yeah. That's so crazy. I'm going to have to start thinking then. Dang. <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, Orlando's fun. And I'll I, take I another raise. <laughs> Please and thank you. I'll take another Louis Last bag night, bonus. Like, Where's my bonus? I'm like, how much have you gotten? You make more than anyone. You have designer things. You're fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say oh, was... She said something last night, Kaylee, about a Christmas bonus. I said, yeah, you said I was going to get one, but I never did. Yeah, you said, said I was going to get one last you year. You got a like, hair. That's you got 
<laughs> you got a haircut. I got a Louis bag. <laughs> yeah. I said, I probably told you you were getting a bonus as like your Christmas to throw you off, but you were really getting your color. I think. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I don't remember. That's but. fine. I don't care <laughs> about money. I don't care. I'm just going to bring it up. I just times. have the best selling color of the line. It's fine. No big deal. <laughs> and you got a bonus for that. So be grateful. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> and I'll pay taxes on it too. Oh, hell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll take that up it. with Mr. Sam or Uncle Sam, whatever. Mr. Sam. Mr. Sam. What am I trying to say? <laughs> take that up with Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was a good episode. I feel like we got a lot of copies, like, we don't make like there was multiple of the same answer of like all those things but if you have a common misconception you think that hairdressers get let us know we would love to hear it and also let us know what you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future because we're always open to ideas I loved this episode it was a lot of I feel like relatable things we talked about with a little bit of jibber jabber but (laughs) I feel like it was really good overall yeah thanks for listening if you are if you do have a misconception about hairstylists that we didn't talk about just screenshot that you're listening to this and Write it in your caption on your story and don't forget to tag us. Follow us at Just Jay Z Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to be able to have designer things and a hair <laughs> color extension named after you, don't forget to leave us a five star review. <laughs> and Stu will personally <laughs> name a person. color after you. <laughs> she has that control for sure. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Like Stu said, you can find all of our information in the show notes below, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.